Okay, question one on your climatic interactions review says, where does the sun's rays hit the earth most directly and why? Anybody have an answer for that? It's in your notes. The equator, why? Perfect. Radiation from the sun warms the earth but hits the equator more directly. And this is due to the Earth's spherical shape. So if we have our model of the sun, just like we did with the globe and the lamp the other day, because the Earth is a sphere, the part closest to the sun is going to get the most radiant heat from the sun. And that is right here in the middle at the equator. Giving you some more time to write. Question two says, would air rise more quickly over a lake or over a desert and why? Avery. Very good. Air rises more quickly over the desert. Because the sun heats land more quickly than water. And if you aren't sure about that, go to the beach in the summer. Which is hotter, the sand or the water? The sand. Sometimes hot enough to burn your feet, right? What is a convection current? We learned about this when we learned about plate tectonics, but it also applies to wind and air movement. What is convection? Heat rises and cold sinks, right? Convection is the movement of air, water, magma, any of those things.
that results in density differences. I'm sorry, from density differences. It's caused by density differences is what I should have said. Heat rises and cold sinks. Still writing? No problem. Ready? No, not yet? Sorry. Question four says, why does hot air rise and cold air sink? Leilani? Cold is more dense. What does that even mean? It's more compact because the molecules are more tightly packed together. They're more solid, okay? So heat, uh, hot air, excuse me, is less dense. which means the molecules are further apart. Cold air has more tightly packed molecules. Denser. And to give you an illustration of that, if I had a little wooden sphere that was this big and an iron one that was this big, even though they're exactly the same size, exactly the same shape, they take up the same volume, the molecules of that iron are going to be a lot denser, so it's going to be far heavier than the wood. Make sense? The next one says, what is the main cause of global convection currents? We said that the sun heats at the equator more intensely. How does that drive convection? The sun heats the equator more directly, right? So there's a concentration of warmth there. How does that drive convection, Orion? Perfect, so it keeps kind of churning. Very good. 
So the main cause of global convection currents is that uneven heating, uneven heating of Earth. By the sun causes global convection. Number six has you draw the wind patterns for each band. So there at the very top, it's going to curve down and to the left. The next band, the darker one, is going to go up and to the right. The third one between 30 and 0 at the equator is going to go down and to the left. The next one up and to the left. Between 30 and 60 on the bottom, it's going to go down and to the right. and the final one up and to the left. What causes these variations? Why is the wind blowing different directions in each band of latitude? The earth is constantly doing what? Rotating, okay? This is because of earth's rotation. And it's called what effect? This is in your notes. The Coriolis effect. And the definition of that is the apparent curving of wind and water due to Earth's rotation. That's a lot, so I'll give you a minute to catch up. So the answer for number seven is the rotation of Earth. You have a question? If you have a pass. Number seven says, what causes the winds to move like this in these bands? It's the rotation of Earth. And convection, right? Convection is responsible for some of it. Number eight, why do air masses travel from the poles to the equator? 
Cold does what? Cold sinks, right? Cold drops. Convection currents cause cold to sink down and heat from the equator to rise. Convection causes cold air masses from the poles, the North and the South Pole, to sink and warm air from the equator to rise. Can I move on? Okay, you're still writing, no problem. All right, next page. Are you still writing? Okay. Remember we said if it's maritime, it comes from where? The air comes from the from the ocean, right? If it's continental, it forms where? On land. Dry air from land. Okay? So this diagram has four different ones. This one out here, number one, is maritime because it's in the ocean, right? And that is polar air. So it's going to be wet and cool. Number two is forming over land, so it's wet. Continental, which means it's gonna be dry and cold. This is continental polar. The third one, ocean again. So it's maritime. And this is tropical. So it's going to be wet and what kind of air if it's tropical? Warm or hot, right? Hot air. And number four is what we experience right here in Texas, continental tropical. Bipolar weather, that's pretty accurate this week, right? Continental tropical is dry what? Tropical is always hot. And because of where we are located in Texas, we kind of get some maritime and some continental tropical. 
So we have wet and dry hot air affecting us. Well, this week the weather is what it is because an Arctic front came through. Mm -hmm. All right, what's the symbol for a warm front, number 10? A warm front is the half circles. A cold front is triangles, right? And I remember that because to me they look like icicles and that reminds me that it's cold. So maybe that'll help you remember. A warm front is half circles and a cold front is the triangles. And it goes in whatever direction those are pointing in. An H on a weather map denotes what kind of weather? Hot. Happy weather, right? Yep, H stands for happy, which means it's clear skies, low winds, probably sunny, okay? And what does the L stand for? Lousy weather, which means stormy, overcast, sleet, rain, snow, The next portion talks about oceans, hurricanes, and El Nino. Question number 12. Why does Western Europe have warmer, wetter weather than the rest of Europe? And we're going to label some things here to help you understand. Here's the North Pole. Down here would be the equator. So if the Gulf Stream comes up for the, from the equator, what type of water is it? What temperature? Warm water, right? Question 12 says, why does Western Europe have warmer, wetter weather than the rest of Europe? The Gulf Stream? Regulates temperatures. By bringing warm water up from the equator. Warm water up from the equator. That warms the eastern seaboard. and Western Europe. Uh, no, because we only have like six minutes left. Or what time? Nine minutes left. Mm -hmm. Nine minutes left of class. Still writing? No problem.
right, ready for number 13? Almost, okay, I'll give you time. Okay, can I move on? Number 13, what does a hurricane need to form an increased energy? Warm ocean temperatures of at least 80 degrees Fahrenheit, right? What happens during El Nino? It's, it's bad weather, it's rainy, yucky weather, right? High surface temperatures. Cause unusual weather patterns. Because trade winds. Weaken or reverse. And it causes bad weather. Usually on the west coast it means a lot of rain. And that's the answer to number 14. Okay, that is the end of the climate and weather review. So I'm gonna stop there.